podcast named after the only two things he knows. Dick jokes and dinosaurs with Adam Jacobson. He'll teach you what is a thagomizer. You wonder if you're even circumcised. Dick jokes and dinosaurs with Adam Jacobson. Dick jokes and dinosaurs. Are you ready to stop the pop, 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 kid show? Hey everybody, welcome to an all new episode of Dick Jokes and Dinosaurs. I'm your host, Adam Jacobson. It's going to be a great episode today. Oh my gosh, there's so much awesome stuff I want to get through. Uh, you know, But first, I'm going to start off with something I'm very excited about. The upcoming release of Prehistoric Planet that's going to be on Apple TV+. Plus. It's It looks incredible, like not since Walking with Dinosaurs has something of this scale been made you know it's has all the same a lot of um really talented people behind it we have uh sir david attenborough narrating which was amazing uh john favreau's uh, producing and directing and also uh, the B- bbc uh studios natural history unit is going to be helping with the cgi and a lot of the research so there's really oh and this is where it gets even more insane they got hans zimmer doing the soundtrack which is just insane so we got all this talent together i am so fucking excited for it like i i looked at um i saw the they only released uh, two trailers so far for it um they did the sneak peek that came first and oh actually no no it was okay there was initial like 30 second trailer i think that came first i forgot which one was which which was marketed as the sneak peek. But there was a 30-second thir- trailer. There was so much awesome stuff in there. We saw titanosaurs, and they gave them air sacs, which is cool. It was really cool to see. Uh, there was a plesiosaur. They featured Tyrannos- a T-Rex. Um, you just swimming in an ocean, too, hilariously, with its babies. That was cool to see. Uh, yeah, plesiosaur hunting. They'd got uh, Pachyrhinosaurus. It looks like in one shot, probably um, Nanuxaurus chasing some. Uh, ooh, oh, I'm blanking on the name of uh, the Trudontid. It's some form of Trudontid, and yeah, it was so crazy to see. Cause yeah, Trudon was broken up into species. I'm forgetting which one was around um, that Alaskan formation, but you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'll figure it out once I'm watching the show. It's really awesome to see. I'm really excited. Like just and then the they showed a two minute portion of um, the the episode with a T Rex. So it's gonna be a five part series. They showed a little snippet of the one with the T Rex, and you know it was yeah. So the the baby T juvenile T Rex was chasing the sea turtles around on the beach. Beautifully narrated scene. Very cute. The T Rex just plopping its little foot on the turtle and then chasing off another one just like had little moments of uh you know when a puppy just gets too excited though it was so cool to see it i love how it just depicts the animals as animals and not these monsters 
Like, uh, Jurassic... Oh my god, I gotta do a deep dive on Jurassic Fight Club at some point, but... Oh, that was such a bad show. Oh my god. Um, yeah, it was terrible. Oh my god, it was a terrible show. But this... I have a, I have a much better feeling about this. I have been lied to in the past, so but I am optimistic about this. I am definitely going to check it out. Like, oh, and I just love the David Attenborough narration, too. Just like, an adult T-Rex is the largest predator on Earth. But today, he's just father. I love that. That was amazing. I am so excited. Um, for those who are curious, this comes out May 23rd. And they're going to be releasing it for the next five days. Uh, it's just five episodes, but yeah, if it's anything to the quality of what uh, Walking with Dinosaurs is, I, like, I've been craving like a huge cinematic dinosaur piece of art for a long time, so I am incredibly, incredibly pumped for this. And yeah, and uh, yeah, go check it out, Buckaroos. This is, I hope I'm not wrong about this, but I feel really excited. Alright, so now in terms of paleontological news, we have a really awesome discovery. Uh, you know what's fun about paleontology? A lot of times in museums, all these fossils will be collected decades ago, but then they'll only just get very recently analyzed and properly put into papers and studied. And this is the case with this next species, uh, Diego Alluris, uh, San Diego's cat. Uh, it's not actually a cat, but it's actually the earliest known example of animals that... Um, it developed saber-like teeth. Long, um, you know, it, it's really cool. So it's not actually a cat. It's a lot different. It uh, it has a much longer skull. Uh, the nuzzle, yeah, the nuzzle is much longer. The skull itself is dome-shaped, and it walks on the flats of its feet. Whereas uh, modern cats are digitigrade, they'll walk on their toes. So it just yeah, just completely different animals um yeah like it was believed to develop these features mostly to hunt uh primates we're not sure exactly what it hunted it was about the size of a fossa uh which are um giant civets that eat lemurs in madagascar we don't it, this could it could have eaten primates it could have eaten uh the brontotheres rhino-sized animals we don't know yet, and so with a bit of study, hopefully we can figure that out. And it's, it's really exciting. Okay, I also have a few uh, other papers that are really uh, cool to look at. Um, <clears throat> just talking a bit about uh, these dinosaur Amargosaurus. Uh, it has these, it's a diplodocoid sauropod, and What's neat about them is they, for the longest time, they had these long spines along the back. It was, for a while, it was thought, okay, maybe they were like a bison, because bison have the long neural spines, or um, it was just connected with a lot of tissue. But now we actually know it did, in fact, have a sail-like structure that was likely used for display based on this recent uh, paper I'm looking at from uh, the uh, Journal of Anatomy. It's pretty cool. I'll provide the links as well for everyone to take a look at. Yeah, so pretty much what like the way the spines were designed, they weren't made. They they were more um, designed just to be holding a thin layer of tissue as opposed to lots of muscle and such. 
Uh, also, there was a, a titanosaur nesting site uh, discovered from uh, uh, the late Cretaceous Brazil. It was the first one found in Brazil. Uh, what's cool about titanosaurs is most of our distribution is along uh, South America. So this is really cool. This is the first time we get that glimpse into their breeding behavior. And it's still similar throughout all those uh, titanosaurs. They would create a small burrow, massive quantity of eggs, and then go. It's yeah, pretty cool. And then also we have another paper. Uh, this one talks a bit about um, Mosasauroid evolution. And uh, so Mosasaurs is a group, they appeared um, around 90 million years ago and then went extinct after the asteroid uh, struck and wiped out the dinosaurs. They went extinct with them. And what's cool about this paper is uh, it breaks down how uh, their evolutionary trajectory and the diversification of feeding behaviors in mosasaurs. Whereas in other um, marine reptiles, there was a very rapid growth of uh, diversification. With mosasaurs, is a much more gradual um, process. And this has been, uh, and according to this paper, it's due to a myriad of factors, so just climate factors, um, uh, competition with other reptiles. There were a lot of different variables into why it took uh, so much more time for the mosasaurs to develop, whereas ichthyosaurs, very quickly in their evolution, in the span of about five million years, five, eight million years, became so diversified. Yeah. All right, so that concludes our portion on some dinosaur news. Okay, and now this is going to be a really fun portion of it. Uh, I'm going to be ranking all the fossil Pokemon. Uh, I don't know, because I, I don't want to do... I'm not really a big competitive player. I think I'm just going to rank, rank the ones I like and how good they... Because you do have to take into account how good they are. Because, um, like... Uh, yeah, some of these Pokemon are... Uh, yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty dope. Like the, the, these are like some of the rock. A lot of the rock Pokemon are just my favorites. Uh, just and I think a big part of that is because of the fossil Pokemon. Um, but I do. I feel like people are gonna get mad at me if I don't acknowledge any aspects of competitive. Um, hmm. How am I gonna do this? I think I'm honestly. I feel like I'm just gonna rank mostly on how much I like them. Uh, all right, let's start with Omnistar. Where do we put Omnistar? Omnistar is a freaky-looking ammonite Pokemon. Uh, it's kind of funny. Like, yeah, it's like it's tanky, has high special attack. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, uh, one thing that is kind of, uh, it's just, I like looking at, like, the Pokedex entries for it. It's like, they, they, all the fossil Pokemon are so sad and pathetic. Like, uh, weighed down by a large and heavy shell, Omnistar couldn't move very fast. Some say it went extinct because it was unable to catch food. So it was just too fucking dense to properly eat. Then it died. And it's like, well, in terms of stats, it's pretty good. I think, in terms of how much I like it, like just a spiny hentai squid 
it's not my favorite in all honesty, but it's not like the worst one. Probably gonna give it. Um, hmm. Probably gonna. I don't hate it. I'm gonna give it a B. All right, Kaboot Tops is really cool. I like Kaboot Tops. Uh, it's like Scyther, but it's a horseshoe crab. Swift Swim is such a good ability. Um, it's a good Pokemon. Like if it, you know, you make it run Swift Swim, it's it's good. It's, you know, like Omnistar, it's really fucked if it's near a single Grass type move, but. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it above. Uh, as I haven't really used it a lot, I I'm probably gonna put it like above on the Storm B tier. I think it's dope. Also, I'm just I'm not gonna be doing the baby ones. Actually, yeah, should I do the baby ones? Actually, because I like some of the baby ones more than the adult forms. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna include the baby. So for Ammonite, I like Ammonite. Ammonite's cuter. I'm gonna put it above, uh, Kabutops. Again, this is not for viability. Like, I, I don't know anything about, like, I very casually dabbled in Pokemon Showdown. I'm just not good at it. Um, here, just one second. Okay, yeah, so I, I like... Okay, yeah, you know, that is fair. I do like the baby Pokemon a lot more. I think the baby Pokemon are a lot cuter. And a big part of my problem is I just pick Pokemon on how much I like them. It makes me suck at competitive so much. Like, I, I'm trying really hard to make, um, like, Sandshrew work for, like, a showdown team. But it's, like, it's very predictable because you can just do the Sand Rush. I just like Sand Slash. And I, you know, I do want to try Little Cup. I've, I've tried Little Cup a few more times. So, you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put it in the bay. I like. I love Kabuto. Kabuto. Kabuto is so cute. He's like a little Jawa hermit crab. So he's super cute. Yeah. I, yeah. Ammonite. Yeah. Ammonite. I put above. And then Aerodactyl is S tier. It's so cool. It's this awesome dragon pterodactyl. Horribly, but like it's not like an actual pterosaur. It looks all over the place. It's more like a little raptor with wings than anything. Uh, Yaitai. Uh, recently discovered um, theropod with wings. Like bat-like wings. It looks more like that than an actual pterosaur. It looks really awesome. Mega Evolution is really good too. Um, yeah, it's it looks pretty cool. Uh, it, it's really cool. It's a great Pokemon. Its speed is ridiculous. Um, yeah, and just great moveset. It's a really good Pokemon. Just kind of on the frailer side. It looks awesome. So yeah, S tier. Absolutely. Um, okay, now, uh, Leap. I'm gonna... Hmm. I'm gonna put Leap on C tier. It's not my favorite. It's, like, it's a good first, I don't know, it just, it's kind of creepy. It's, I, I just don't like it. It looks just kind of like a weird flower pot. It's not my favorite design. Uh, what else is there? And the Cradilly. I'm going to put above uh, Lilip. Um, just because of, yeah, it's 
still pretty cool. It looks like a dark ominous thing. I like it. I like it. It's a good, a good stall. Looks pretty freaky. Hmm. Actually, I do actually like. I'll put it. I'll put it in low beats here. I like the design. It's pretty cool looking. Then, Anorith, I really like. I'm gonna put Anorith in A tier above uh, Kabuto. It's like a little Anomalocaris. Uh, big scary shrimp with cute little baby eyes. I, it's a really cute Pokemon. It is, yeah, one of my favorite bug types. Yeah, the bug types are really fun. I don't like Armaldo as much. Oh, I had a fun time with Armaldo for my uh, Emerald Kaizo run. I believe it or not, I got a shiny, and yeah, that thing was like my solid tank. It was. It's a great Pokemon. Um, I'm gonna put it high beats here. I don't like it as much, just because like the eyes look weird. It's like this awesome dinosaur-looking. Uh, um, Dinosaur looking shrimp. Uh, it looks really neat. It just like the eyes look weird. I don't know. The eyes look so derpy on it. It just not doesn't. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay. And then, yeah. Uh, Kranidos. I don't like the design as much. It, I'm going to. Honestly, I'm going to put it in D tier. Just cause like it looks, I don't know. It just it looks deformed. Like the head. I know it's like the pachycephalosaur, and they have naturally big heads. But I don't know. It just looks a little too derpy. It's looks mean. It's like it's all it's so out of proportion. I don't know. And it's not for me. Rampardos though is very much for me. I really like Rampardos. Yeah, it's this big, uh, chunky... Oh, so I put uh, Ram um, Kranidos in D tier. Uh, and, yeah, so D so it's currently the lowest ranked one. Uh, so... Um, yeah, so Rampardos, like, stupid high attack. It's like 165. So, yeah, it's, it's insane. It's all attack. It does all attack stat. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun Pokemon to use. Um, I think it looks really cool. I like... Um, looks like... Uh, like uh, Stiggy Lyamok, like Which was just a baby... Um, um, a baby pet Kisophalosaurus. It's kind of funny. They made the adult one look more like the juvenile than the adult than the Kranidos, which is cool. Okay, then we got Shield On. Shield On is very cute. Eat here. It's little cute baby Protoceratops. All right, now, Bastiodon, eh. I'm gonna put it in low beats here. It looks a little too stupid. Like, it's, it's goofy, I don't hate it, but it's pretty, yeah. I'm gonna put it in beats here. Like, it has stupid high defense. You can't really use it, like, because its defense is so... Like, its defense and special defense are really high, but, like, you, it has no attack stat. It, it, you just have to use it as stall. 
Like, oh, I, I haven't really, oh, fuck, I haven't went into as much depth as, like, some of the Pokedex entries for some of these, because some of these are just ridiculous. Um, okay, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 there was some, okay, no, 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 okay, hold on, let's go to back to, uh, um, um, fuck me, what was it, oh, uh, let's go to, Rampardos. So that's Pokedex entry is like uh, this ancient Pokemon uses headbutts skillfully. Its brain was really small, so some theories suggest that its stupidity led to its extinction. Like, there is roasting Rampardos here. That actually is very funny. He he persevered. So he's getting he's in mid A tier. Yeah, he he's cute. And then um, Bastiodon is just he's just a little wall, a peaceful wall. It's like, yeah, some of the Pokedex entries are, like, either very neutral or, like, very edgy. Like, with Basudon, it's, like, um, they were found near Rampardos, which some believe were, uh, you know, the signs of them fighting to the death. And, I don't know. It's just, it's a little much, some of the Pokedex entries. I think, like, my thought with the Pokedex entries are, um, it's not meant... It's meant to be like you know legends about animals, not actually what how the animal behaved. I think that makes more sense, like because you know a lot of people attach lore to animals like pandas or whatever animals that are pretty rare. They get an almost mythical status, so I think that's what's happening here. I yeah. Okay, and now we got Tortuga. Tortuga is pretty cute. He looks a little stoned. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put him behind Bassiodon. He's cute. All right, Caracosta looks. He's kind of a derpy, uh, a derpy mon. He's pretty derpy. Um, I'm gonna put him. I like it a bit more than Bastiodon. Yeah, I'm gonna put it up. Behind Cradilly. Okay. Now. Alright. Let's see. Alright, now we are at Arkin. Arkin is really. It's kind of doofy. Hmm. I don't know. It's kind of like it's a little much. I think it's kind of cute. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it C tier. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Like it's a little too bright. It's really derpy. But defeatist is such a bad ability. Like Archeops. Here, I'm just gonna go ahead. I'm gonna put Archeops. Uh, behind Tortuga, I don't know. It just it's a it's a little much like in terms of a design. Like this Pokemon would have such amazing stats if it wasn't for Defeatus. Like just cutting a Pokemon stats stats in half when it's below ha half HP is such a killer. For oh, yeah, that's a that's atrocious. It's a tragedy. Yeah. All right. Now this is honestly okay. You know me. Tyrant. Tyrant is very cute. 
but it's not as cute. I'm gonna put it behind Shieldon. Yeah. But then, you know, the king, Tyrantrum. Tyrantrum is S tier. That, that one is my favorite. Like, he's so cool. This awesome rock dragon. Yeah, no, like you can't go wrong. So yeah, so Tyrantrum, just stupid high attack stat, super cool Pokemon, covered in feathers, I love it. Aurorus is, I don't like Aurorus as much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it above Caracosta. It's still cute, but it's like not the cutest thing. Aurorus, I love, like the cry is so good. Its design is amazing. Its stats and its typing are terrible, but it's such a cool Pokemon. Okay. Okay, and now we get to Dracozult. Okay, so with all these newer, newest gen uh, fossils, it's kind of funny what they did because uh, they're referencing an uh, early paleontology. There was a lot of issues of people mixing different fossils together and it would create ridiculous results. And this is what's fun about this is that's what exactly what they've done. They, they mixed four different fossils into different arrangements and it just looks like a complete mess. <laughs> so with uh, Dracozolt, you get, they mixed an electric and dragon type Pokemon. I think it's, it's pretty funny. I'm gonna... I love how like thick his legs are. That's hilarious. So I'm gonna put him B tier. Um, I then um, Arctazolt. Gonna yeah, I'm gonna put in C tier. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna put in C tier above Cradilly. Not as big on these designs. Dracovish, I'm gonna put above Cradilly. I think it looks pretty freaky. And then uh, Arctivish, I'm gonna put uh, above Archaeops. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I, I think it was a cool concept. All right, and now this is my tier because of my favorite uh, fossil Pokemon. Let me know what you think. Um, okay, I'm gonna pause. Alright, so now, that was fun, just ranking all of my favorite Pokemon. But now, uh, not as good news. Because, you know, real time, uh, where I think we're seeing a franchise die. And it's never good to, like, it's never good to see that. Uh, y you know, when, it's always a bad sign when you just forsake the fan base of a of anything really like if I don't know if you're a taco place and suddenly all right you know what uh, you know like you build you stake your reputation on building great tacos and then you suddenly decide up oh, time to make sushi you know you're not gonna you don't have the repertoire to build sushi for people like sushi and then you just alienate people who want tacos this seems to be the direction that Halo as an intellectual property is facing right now. It's, they're trying to cater to too broad 
of a group and they're ignoring the fans. Like I've looked into a lot of what's going on with the Halo show and it's really disappointing. Um the the the, the whole the show is completely different. Lacks so much depth of the games and I get you can't translate the games to um yeah, you can't translate a video game experience to an FP. Uh, sorry, to a, a show. That that yeah, that doesn't make sense. But at the same time, you can do it well. You can respect the art form. You can respect the sources. You can make it still feel like a Halo show instead of some shitty um, sci-fi channel original piece of schlock. Like you, you can do that very easily. And then there was recently a Halo cookbook released. Who who has... Like, there aren't any mentions of food in the Halo universe. Like, what would it be? Like, a grunt cream pie? Like, get the fuck out of here. It's bad. They're being ignored. And then especially, like, with the games, like... Yeah, that was a tragedy. Like, the campaign was good for Halo Infinite. It was well done, very well produced. The issue is, is Halo has always been... A multiplayer game and you just don't provide enough content for the main um, for, for the main series it, it's really disappointing um, yeah I don't know it's 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 sad to see like this gives me a lot of the same feelings as like when you, when you start to see Gears of War start to go up in smoke like it's really similar. Like oh god, I forgot about the the bundles, like the microtransactions that are attached to infinite. Like you have to pay money to get an armor coloration. That's insane to me. Just my god, I don't know. It's it's infuriating. A lot of what's going on with the Halo. I don't know. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, I could be missing the mark. Um, is Halo headed into a bad direction? Is it redeemable? I believe it can be redeemable, but you know, I just it seems like the people in charge of the brand haven't really made that effort. Like, I don't know. It's like Halo Infinite's budget was like five hundred million dollars, and it's v very shallow levels of content for a multiplayer game like no forge it's it's really bad um i i kind of feel weird about opening up the question but then answering the question like that but i just i i feel really disappointed um all right so i think that's gonna be where we uh end this uh, so yeah let me know um how do you guys feel about prehistoric planet uh what are your favorite fossil pokemon and uh, you know just what are your thoughts about halo as a franchise all right take care everybody have a good one Episode